1: All right, uh, Pat, Wes Johnson is leaving the Twins to take the pitching coach job at LSU. And it looks like so. people are digging on the financials here now. Uh, You've heard some things, but it looks like someone actually posted a screenshot of his contract. And so his base is going to be about what he was making with the Twins. And then there's another like three hundred thousand dollars in other random money from appearances or whatever that gets yes. him up to seven hundred thousand dollars to lead the
2: camps. They make but they got their camps. He makes about a hundred grand on those. Then they just have donors that give him money, you know, like sponsor the pitching coach position. So that's another but yeah. <laughs> does he have like a like
1: a logo on his yeah. shirt from if, the, the local cleaner ever. company? If, <laughs> if, if for you look touch. It, like
2: some of the big time football programs and stuff, it'll be the Pete Anderson offensive coordinator jobs, So some they, they will have. No, this is true. They will have, uh, like, a booster that gives them $150,000 or $200,000 to supplement that position. And I was talking to somebody this morning that says, while this seems outrageous for LSU baseball uh, – it's still a drop in the bucket compared to what they spend on football. You know, it's, oh, okay, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna spend five million to run our baseball program. Okay, that's chump change, you know, for the thing. And the uh, and uh, and Wes, I was told this morning that uh, Derek that Wes was on the twin people. were are all trying to figure out how come Wes was on the plane to Cleveland. Rocco was basically the only guy that knew he was leaving. Mm. Derek Felby had not been officially told when Wes <laughs> was on that plane. What? That he had not been he'd heard it, but Wes himself had not told Derek Felby he was leaving on Sunday on when he was on the plane Sunday night. And Derek was flying in on another plane.
1: So so, I, and I was listening to part of the broadcast last night. Glenn Perkins is is on the trip doing color commentary yeah. with uh, with Bramer, and uh, so Glenn was sitting a few rows back on the plane from West, and West was playing cards, I yeah. guess, with some just playing pinochle yeah. or you know whatever. I don't know. And so, and so Perk pulls up a tweet, taps <laughs> Dick Bramer on the shoulder with his eyes wide, and says, yeah. again, Wes is sitting ten feet yeah. from them.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, nobody. Uh, Apparently, Rocco was informed sometime Sunday and uh maybe before the game, but uh I don't think it now sounds like he didn't say yes till Sunday morning. It sounds like it wasn't like Saturday. he didn't say yes till Sunday morning hmm. and uh so and Rocco Rocco knew and whether Wes hey, called him in and uh, said but when when he was on the plane. The only, it appears the only person of the Twins organization that knew on Sunday morning was uh, when they got on the plane was Rocco. And Rocco just decided to, because they had no idea what else they were going to do, he let them come on a plane and coach this series because they don't know what the hell else they were going to do. Sounds like the less than dynamic Pete Mackey's going to get the job, though. And uh, that'll be interesting because he, you know, he's been Wes's guy for a couple of years. It's with him. But he does not have Wes's outgoing personality. He's kind of a boring individual. So uh, we'll see if that works out. So,
3: Am yeah. I wrong to be incredibly intrigued by this whole? Like, look, like what you're saying, Patrick, to me, makes this more interesting. It makes it more, you know, I mean, if he got on the plane and the twins are like, "Yeah, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. I, what a weird story.
2: Oh, it is extremely weird. Yeah, it, I mean, it came out of nowhere. There was allegedly now. I looked through the timeline. This uh, this Jay Johnson, the, the 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 LSU coach, Maneri or whatever, was very successful down there. Resigned, uh, retired, and then they hired this Jay Johnson in May, I think, May of two thousand twenty-one. Yeah, and and then they had a pitching coach opening uh, because Maneri left and the pitching coach. So now the, the, the West people are saying they contacted West. This would have been about the same time last year, about right now, June, because the, the pitching coach, they hired Kelly, Jason Kelly. Is it, they hired him from Arizona or Arizona state. And, uh, he, they brought him in, and he had been the national coach, pitching coach of the year. So I'm not sure that it doesn't sound like this was a second choice guy. So behind West, anyway, he got the Washington job this year, head coach, June 17th. So this all came together, and uh, Higher and West came together in, uh, in in ten days. Period. Whatever, mm. whatever it was, they contacted him again, and uh, he, you know. We we all thought Wes was this psycho workaholic type of guy, but apparently more money and less work appeals to him.
0: Yeah, like It does a lot of people. That's great.
2: But here's the other thing about this baseball. Ah, it's a grind. It's all day long. Yeah, but you get four months off, right? With the twins. You, yeah, you know don't have to
1: recruit. There's no recruiting. Yeah, there's, there's no, no, there's yeah. there's no you camps. Get,
2: you get four months off. So it's not, I mean, these guys certainly, you know, you got your 14-hour days for eight months and then, and you don't, uh, but he's got a 12, you know, he's got the, he's got two, what middle school kids. He's got a 12 year old daughter. I know that he apparently is, you know, he was feeling lonely and then God reached him on the shoulder and told him he should probably take the job. So, you know, God, you know, he he consulted God and God. Yeah.
1: When God's holding a bag of (laughs) (laughs) $700,000.
2: Now remember, 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 Wes. This is the South, so you got to give us ten percent, right? You know, if you're gonna take this.
3: Uh, yeah, God this wants your money.
2: Really seriously, we want ten percent tithe.
3: I got news for Wes. When 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 his kid turns thirteen, the last person she's going to want to see a lot is dad <laughs> for about six or seven years. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> so, like, he just quit for his kid to be like, well, "Dad, why are you home? Why Go on the going road." <laughs> I want to Listen, go party with my friends.
2: I've been uh, I've been in this business since sixty six. Never one of them has changed the job and said, "Hey, well, I'm making a hell of a lot more money." <laughs> you know, it's nobody ever says, "Yeah, I'm leaving because they're giving me more money." And
1: uh, why can't we say that?
2: I don't know why we why we got to blame poor God. What God had to? Do I mean, Tim Tim Connolly,
1: by the way, is another great example, and he yeah. we we had him on the show a week ago, and he was great, and. Yeah. You know, so, uh, so what, uh, you know, these questions, not yeah. to rip anyone, but you know, the press conference, right? So, you know, what, what appealed to you about Minnesota? Well, if he's being honest, they doubled my salary. <laughs> yes,
2: right. Yes, they doubled. That's right. What do you think? I'm making eight, you dummies. What do you think? <laughs> you know, yeah, would, would that be refreshing to have somebody say that? I'll have What's go it going
1: to be like to work think? with Anthony Edwards? I have no idea, but they're paying me $8 million. So, yeah. Thanks, yeah.
2: Uh, Thanks uh, for reminding me of that. I got to write about this tomorrow. I got to look up and see what BS quotes Connolly gave us for his his wanting to wanting to join this dynamic organization that's only been horse crap twenty five of its thirty years. We got to join. You
1: should also go look up. So Kirk Cousins back in two thousand eighteen. I'm sure the Vikings gave him the biggest guarantee contract of all time. But I'm sure that press conference had zero mention. Of yeah, they you know they offered me eighty-four million guaranteed, nobody else did. Or the Jets <laughs> yeah. came close, I guess.
2: Hey Judd, yeah. what when was Denny's faith family in football? What was that based on? When did that come up?
3: Um, I think it came up was that in uh a New York Times takeout and, and he was asked about the three most important things. He said, Three Fs, Faith family football. <laughs> but I mean yeah, what's yeah, great yeah. about it is Wes Johnson resurrected no pun intended, that quote. What twenty five years
2: after, and we're still going to buy it. Bottom line on this though is, Wes, for all of it, this isn't some pitching coach. This is a guy that created this this biomechanical pitching department all the way down to, you know, the guys they're signing in the Dominican. They got this whole group of people uh do you know that Wes is the reason we now have uh uh horizontal break and uh on
1: the on the scoreboard
2: vertical break and all that Wes's pitchers want to turn around and see Hmm. if the ball's doing what it's supposed to do yeah that's why it's on the breakup really yeah I didn't know that,
0: but I didn't know, don't know that.
1: Either. And one of the and funny, one of one of the first guys that started publishing that data on the internet was uh this the cult guy that they hired away from the no. the race. Yes.
2: Have you ever been around that guy? Never, no. Ooh. He sits in his office with his diagrams, man. <laughs> There ain't no faith family and football with him. <laughs> balls going boom and boom and boom and boom. And you cut his head open and diagrams come out of it. <laughs> ball,
1: ball, ball, boom, so the, is, sto- the story he's is. He's
2: not is... a well-rounded person.
1: <laughs> yeah. There's actually, I think I have it right here. So uh, wh- one of my favorite baseball books, if you're a baseball nerd, is The Extra 2%. Uh, yeah. Well, it was, ri- it was written by the, by the now uh, disgraced Jonah Carey. Mm-hmm. But um, the the book talks in part about, I think it, I'm 90% sure on this, but but the Rays hired Kalk like 10 or 12 years ago. And they told him, we're going to hire you, but you have to delete your entire website and don't tell <laughs> anyone where you're working or what you do for us.
2: <laughs> and I think that was just fine with this guy.
1: Witness protection Witness. program.
2: <laughs> One of the funniest things when this all started, Remember, we we were down there in Florida, and I was there one day, and they they were rebuilding the office. You might have still been coming to spring trading Phil. Where they they were rebuilding the offices mm-hmm. downstairs and putting in all these computers and stuff, and they didn't have that much room, and they basically blew out the electricity in in the whole place because <laughs> they were analytics basically blew out the.
1: Clark Clark Griswold. All right, here we but go. They, but then, <laughs>
2: but then, But then for like three years, there'd be three of these guys with their iPads and you'd get on the elevator with them to go downstairs and they would cover up their iPads and look in the corner of them. They didn't want to introduce themselves because they were afraid you might ask them what they did.
1: (laughs) This organization has come a long way. And I actually just I swapped notes with uh, with our guy Jack going a few weeks ago. He's not working in baseball anymore, but. I mean, he used to be like a one-man band using Excel spreadsheets. You know, and next also to Bill He had Smith. to
2: answer the phone in the office. Yeah, while he was <laughs> at first he was answering the phone, and then he was the analytic department. And the rest of the time, you'd call and you'd call and jack and answer, and then meanwhile he was doing the analytics. Minnesota <laughs> <the organization>.
3: yeah. <laughs> Twins, hold on a second. I'm doing some war work right I'm now. Right
2: in the middle of. I'm uh, in I'm in a, I'm right in a Babbitt research
1: of, project. Stop I'm
2: right right right. of my. Uh, Induced horizontal, induced vertical uh, index uh, standings <laughs> here for the pitchers. That's unbelievable. But yeah. I know there's some uh, people miffed about this. That's for sure that he's bailing in the middle of the season. I just don't get why it has to happen now. I mean.
1: Right. They must <laughs> have a lot of important offseason.
2: Well, they did get a transfer portal guy yesterday that apparently. But, I mean, if you announce you're hiring him. And he gets on the phone. If he spends two hours every morning on the phone talking to recruits, I, I don't get well, why, it, you know, if you've already signed a contract, I don't get why you have to bail. I, I really don't get it.
3: Well, and Pat, is, is this new guy, is he, because from what you've said personality-wise, he doesn't sound dynamic. Is he a decent replacement, do, do we think? I because when, I, I cause I when Rocco him. lost his bench coach last year, that caused some problems. Like I think Tingler's done probably a lot that we're not being told that at least helps out. So, like the like the whole thing of of the show being run by a guy like Mock is long gone. These guys get a lot of help.
2: But here's the deal: I mm-hmm. you know the thing about Wes is he could convince guys right to, mm-hmm. to believe in this right. I don't know if this guy can. I I don't know. Yeah, the the, the key I think from what I'm hearing is. Wes's guy, this Colby Suggs, who's the run prevention coach, and people like to make fun of that. But look at the titles they're giving NFL coaches, okay? I mean, what the hell's the difference?
1: (laughs) Spread game coordinator yeah, quality control. But
2: but the run prevention guy is Wes's guy. Wes's guy. Wes brought him in, and he's got the players on board. He's the guy that comes in, gives them the numbers, shows them everything. And they, and a lot of them buy in, but I think they're afraid Wes might hire him. and give him more money at LSU than he's making there. So I think deep in their hearts, they might want to give him the job, but you know, it, it would to take a guy who's been stuck in a cubby hole and not been on the field and stuff like that. He'll probably end up being the bullpen coach to get that title and uh and Mackey, they'll give Mackie 3 3 months but here's the deal you're as as promised by me last Thursday they'll be back in first place real soon right didn't i say that uh, last Thursday
3: yeah i remember that well all yeah, right?
2: well, they'll be right three, back dory they're three ahead right now and you know this is you don't want to be experimenting with a new picture. Right. I think he just stabbed him. I think he stabbed him in the back, and he's getting off easy. Of I do. I think he stabbed him in the back. That's what I'm saying. It's weird. So, so
1: you think he has disdain for, for for for? Is it? Do you think it's
2: organization? No, I, think is... it's just I think he wants to spend the summer fishing or some damn thing. I don't know. Hanging out with his grandia with his kids or something. I I think he just wanted out. I I I think he's. Making more money for doing less, and uh, I, I, I'm shocked that he
3: sounds like a newspaper guy, Pat, not, not a pitching coach.
2: Yeah, sounds like uh, some I know well. But uh, <laughs> sorry, uh, help wow. But uh, yeah, I mean, Ed, this is I, I, I heard from uh, one former twin today who was outraged. So uh, you know, it's a uh, it, it it just it's unprecedented, really. You were, as Judd, you were saying that, well, we had Norm Turner left. Yes, at the invitation of his coach. <laughs> it's basically, you know, I mean, I, this is unprecedented to me, the guy that just fails out in the middle of the season. It's, uh, in the you know, if it was the middle of last year, who gives a damn, right? If they're 15 games under 500, they're not going anywhere. But this year there's, you know, this could be the year. That they win one playoff game, right?
1: Wow. Well, that's awfully optimistic. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> awfully from, optimistic. From they're done, yeah. they're not
3: going to make the playoffs, well, no more well, first I place?
2: Although the White Sox are going right in the tank again. Tony's going to get fired, I'm sure. Yeah. How about Phil Nevin getting 10 days? You called
1: it, he, Pat. That was, a, that was a brawl. Holy yeah. cow.
2: Well, you know, Phil, that I told him this yesterday, Nevin changed his starting pitcher. After the game, Saturday night, after Trout got buzzed, he started, he started an opener instead of the guy he was going to start so that he could go out there, that this kid could go out there and throw it.
1: It's actually <laughs> kind of genius.
2: Yeah. Well, it ended up costing him 10 days. And since he's an interim already, <laughs> that's about, what's that? That's. Fifteen percent of what he has yeah. left to manage before he gets gas, <laughs> but he, he was nuts, so I'm not surprised. But and who
1: was the it, guy for the mayor? Is it Jesse uh, Winker, Winkler, Winker? Winker he was, yeah,
2: he charged the dugout instead of charged the mound. He now that's a tough guy.
1: You, he yeah. he walked over there with no support, up to 25 Angels players, and said, "Let's rumble."
2: Yeah, right. and then gave
1: the gave the double birds to the to the stadium yeah, on the way right. back to his own club. Yeah, off. I'm sure,
2: we find him for uh, giving the double finger to the the play. uh,
1: He got seven games, by the way. Yeah,
2: yeah, which is ridiculous. I bet they added it on. I mean, he gets hit. If you're giving Nevin 10 days, 10 games for, for obviously ordering the guy to get hit, how can you give seven guy games to the guy that got hit? You know, I mean, what's he supposed to do? Take it. He knows the same thing. You know that they're doing it on purpose.
1: And then what happened? So, so he charged over to Nevin, then, right? Because he didn't charge yeah. the mound. No, he charged. He charged over. It was yeah. It's only the second time I've seen a guy charge a dugout. The other time was Delman Young charging <laughs> Jose Maharis <laughs> his own dugout so I saw on his own ever. team.
2: Yeah, I saw the greatest ever when Hal McRae was uh, convinced that uh, the the Twins let George Brett's fly ball drop so he couldn't win the batting title, and oh, that's right. uh, he charged. He charged mock. He charged Mock because Mock, he had been screaming about at, at Crew for a couple of days. McCray, you're not winning the batting title because we're going to walk you, blah, blah, blah. And Mock got mad at him and started screaming back at him. And uh, McCray, to, you know, because they had four guys going for the batting title that weekend in Kansas City. And uh, they let Steve Bryant, uh, something very fishy happened on that. Uh, on that fly ball and McRae went after Bach and, the, and the, so
1: wait, so they were, he was a, was it a sack fly situation?
2: We, we went in, no, we went into the ninth, eighth or ninth, eighth or ninth, went into, it was going to be the last at bat. And, and Brett hit a fly ball to the left and Bry just didn't really make a play on it. It just, you know, it was just a little fly ball. He didn't make a play on it. And I acted like he lost in the sun. I have no idea. I know they all hated McCray because he slid in. He always used to slide in the second. Okay. and And, uh, and then, and then, and then that puts McCray in a situation where he has to get a hit, right. To win the batting title. That's how close it was. And he grounds out the shortstop. And then he, uh, (laughs) <laughs> when he ran around first base, he, started, he ran over the Twins' dugout and wanted, was going to kill Mock, and a bunch of guys uh, came at him. And I happened to have dinner that night, uh, the Saturday night before, uh, with Mock on the last game of the season. Last game of the season, we had dinner and several cocktails. And uh, Gene had been saying unkind things about Al McRae. And uh, I still don't know what happened, Steve, but – it was awful, suspicious. Yeah, it was. A, the, but I'm sure Mock didn't tell Steve Bry to butcher it. But I know Bry and a bunch of those guys hated Hal McRae. So, and it was you were losing the game anyway. So it was, uh, it was quite the uh, crazy. Uh, you know, it had to be 77, right? 77, because Maestac mm-hmm. was the five. By the end of the game Friday, Bostock wasn't going to win it, but Rodney was still in it on Saturday, and then it came down to McRae and Brett on Sunday. It was a uh, wow! It, was, it had racial overtones. That's what I was. Gonna, I was yeah. just going to say that's yeah.
3: got yeah, that screams but, a lot McCray of. McRae felt
2: the had racial overtones. I had.
3: Well, and Hal was nuts, right? Did, oh yeah, because Hal Hal's the one who who had the great uh, meltdown in KC when when he threw the phone and hit the reporter. Yes. They asked him what a question about his managerial techniques yeah, and right. took yeah, the phone and threw it and it hit the poor guy. That's incredible.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I asked TV. him a question once and he got offended. And uh, <laughs> not to the point he threw anything at me, but uh, he always took your questions coming from the worst possible. You know, in other words, yeah. he always tried to twist them to think you were Second-guessing him or questioning him or something like that. He always he he interpreted. You, you could say, uh, you know, ah, Pete Schwartz didn't have very good day today. Why are, you, why are you saying I shouldn't be playing him? You know, and stuff like you know. I mean, he always took it to him. He was a feisty fellow. There's no doubt about it.
1: Yep.
2: I, yep. He's the only guy I saw rush the dugout rather than the, rather than the mound <laughs> or someplace else.
1: So well, we'll see. We'll, we'll we'll see if the Twins' pitching can uh, can avoid train wrecking and unraveling now that West Johnson is taking his but feet they up.
2: Certainly, and, uh, and, uh, they certainly took care of Tristan McKenzie for the second straight time yeah. after he had been pitching. he had been pitching great. Uh, you know who I really like, Ursula
1: He's a good player. Yeah. Ursula.
2: he's a good player. And you know what else? He likes baseball. When he watch, does. When he makes a good play, when somebody makes a good play, he's like happier than hell, and he, he likes baseball. He wouldn't leave in the middle of a pennant race to go down to Louisiana if <laughs> so he didn't have to
1: work <laughs> not
3: he hey, It's all, do that. It's not all about God, yet, Pat. Huh? <laughs>
2: what?
3: I, I said, it's all about God. Yeah, God, okay. family, baseball. Just accept it and seven hundred
1: thousand dollars.
3: Yes, we
2: certainly blame God for a lot of things, don't we? God's like, what? Why? Why me again? I'm not saying
1: you have to disclude God, but what if no, it's money? Know, it's like, God, family schedule. Like God,
2: you know, you're called. Should I take this job? And God says, "Yeah, it's up to you." I don't.
1: God's like, I'm bored with baseball. We're Your taste of play down there sucks. Base- Baseball's dying. I'm more focused so on, on NBA I'm free agency. Yeah. I, I,
3: I got a fantasy draft coming up for football.
1: Come on. I'm, I'm trying to help Kyrie Irving make a decision over here. Okay, <laughs> All I mean, you got do we're,
2: is you can follow God on Twitter. It's uh, pretty good. <laughs> <What do you laughs> God. God.
1: All right, see,
0: you. All right, see, see you, you,
1: Pat. All right, that's uh, Wrapping with Royce, presented by Federated Mutual Insurance Company. They've been around for over 100 years, helping businesses maximize their success through risk management tools and resources. And they've been supporters of us here on Score North, Mackie and Judd, for a long time. So uh, if you're looking to take your business to the next level, find out how Federated can help at FederatedInsurance.com, where it's our business, to protect yours. All right, we got to go. go.
0: Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard.